0: Welcome to the 99 Challenges podcast. On each episode in this show, we bring you one challenge that your business can face and invite experts to provide insights on overcoming these challenges. This episode is brought to you by Anywhere Consulting. We solve problems for growing businesses. We follow up each episode with more content at the99challenges.com or at anywhere.consulting. Hello and Welcome. I'm uh, I'm your host, Peter Benet, founder of Anywhere Consulting. We will talk about remote work and how companies will react to their new remote work uh, environment of today during the COVID crisis. To discuss, I invited Ivo Sappar, founder of Remote How, and uh, we will talk about remote work. Hi, Ivo. Thank you for joining. Hey,
1: Peter. Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Cool. So my email box has been exploded in the last... One and a half years during the crisis that we have right now. And I'm sure you have the same experience. So tell me, what did you do in terms of remote work in the last year? Everything has changed. The world has changed. Everyone became aware of remote work. Even those who pretty much not worked remotely at all before the crisis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for us, it was pretty pretty weird because um, we've been doing remote work education for companies, like helping their team become remote first for over two years when Mm -hmm. pandemic started. And we've been mainly working with companies that were looking at us as an upskilling thing, right? And then the whole world become a newbie in remote work. And once something but honestly they have no clue what they're doing they don't know what they need to change and what the change will look like etc right so so it's really a chaos and what's what is really important to to mention here and this is a big kudos to all hard-working employees for for the last 12 and, and more months during the pandemic that you guys made this possible that the businesses are still running, although they're not prepared for that. The, the the side effect of this is that there's a lot of overworking, and people are burning out. There are mental health issues, so those are the things that needs to be addressed also independently from 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 the pandemic. So when it started, we needed to really change how we operate and and really adjust the levels also because we're not helping people that are already somehow advanced in remote work or like in managing remote teams, but really starting from basics. So yeah, we we launched uh, free programs for, for folks to join and consume the content for free. We've been hosting a lot of live events with, with our Flag One, the Remote Future Summit, which happened for the third uh, time in a row last year. So we've been doing a lot of the stuff that we've been actually doing from the day one at Remote House. So like educating the market, thought leadership, spreading the, uh, the word about the best practices. And we've been lucky that we've been working with experts from companies like Envision, GitLab, is Buffer, etc. People that have been doing this for years. So we kind of acted and, and we still act. And right now we take it to the next level with the marketplace. We're ba- basically being a knowledge transfer. There is an expert, there is a need for such expert, and then the question is how this expert helps in this environment. So yeah, it's been an interesting journey, but actually it's just the beginning because now companies are making serious moves and creating long, long-term strategies. So that, that the real non-ad hoc, but really long-term thing starts uh, starts today.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's an awesome journey, and I, I'm following the remote house journey closely since I don't know, two years now, for two years now. And you started as a kind of like an educational platform, mainly tailored to, to freelancers and remote companies. And those who want to get a certificate, that they are certified to work remotely, shall we say. And but now this whole focus has switched. I think it's due to because the whole remote work focus has switched. So what I saw, not just at How, but I talked with other experts as well, that this whole remote work experience started by mainly startup companies or like agile, open, transparent, horizontal companies. And it was easier to make a change in terms of policies, in terms of work style, work methods, processes for a small organization of like 20, 30, 40 people. Everyone knows, for example, the buffer example, the Basecamp example. But I mean, remember, these are small companies, right? In terms of like their larger scale. Under 100 people, so or close to 100. But what I saw is is that now big companies, enterprise level companies, experimenting or trying out or forced to try out remote work. Did you have the same experience?
1: Yes, sure. So that's a very interesting shift that would never ever happen at such a scale without the emergency around the pandemic. What we've been hearing from companies. From the day one when we started it was like no to remote work just like generalizing right and the reasons were different like the main one coming from managers that people won't be working when they are working remotely like they will be watching netflix and playing playstation and like yeah yeah but you can do the same stuff when you're in the office you can just like change the angle of your computer and then you're 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 there right So um, it it was like a pure fear of something, fear of change and also a lack of trust. And then of course we can dive deep into like operational reasons, et cetera, right? But there was a lot of connected to like the mindset. It was just us humans being afraid of something new. If something in the office, Worked in the past, although there were a lot of flaws, right? And then, like you said, majority of companies were rather smaller. We had some like exceptions, like GitLab, automatic companies over a thousand people, but still, this is
0: this is small, right? Um, but they started as a remote company, so mo- those, those yeah, yeah, who that's wanted true. to make a switch, they didn't yeah, yeah. need to make a switch because they started as a remote first company. That is anyway.
1: true. I- yeah. yeah, and that there was, there was way, way, way easier. One of the few companies at the larger scale that started the switch from the office environment uh, was HubSpot. And they oh. started this before pandemic. So they might be one of the examples, especially when we are looking at the fact that most companies will go hybrid hybrid remote they've been doing hybrid before pandemic right so then having this in mind when we started to like think how we can make the biggest impact as as remote how and what are the needs of companies the answer is that the needs are all over the place that the basic maybe a one common denominator is consulting right but then consulting can mean everything from jumping on a call for one hour to becoming a head of remote that is consulting and going super in depth through uh, mentoring programs education programs at there's creating policies handsbooks. so basically companies right now need manpower that would help them make this transition because throughout the last 12 months they were mainly utilizing internal sources that were like uh, using google as the source of source of knowledge right now you need to take it to the to the next level so that's why we decided that Because of the network that we created at Remote How of experts that uh, were part of the Remote How Academy, Remote Future Summit, et cetera, we will allow companies to connect with these experts and work with them on projects, either custom projects or what we call productized services. So the professional services that has a clear something to deliver. Basically, if you go to Fiverr, you're buying a logo and you go to our platform, you can buy an audit or a workshop, whatever, right? So that basically aims to help companies companies access people access services very easily and experts because the last thing what was Maybe not shocking, but sometimes a bit frustrating and also for more of the people in the remote work community before pandemic, that they were part of the community before pandemic was a lot of new experts popped up, right? Yeah, uh, because I they saw that saw too. That there is a, yeah, there isn't business opportunity, So people out of the blue become experts. And that could honestly uh, fire back very heavily at the whole remote work hybrid um, concept because basically people are not experienced will be advising and this could create a, a big mess, right?
0: That, that's what I, I wanted to ask this because I, I saw the same trend. Suddenly everyone became a remote work expert, but I think it's interesting to point out that what do you think? How much of like enterprise level clients, let's say, I don't, I don't know, above a thousand people with mainly in-office structure, they forced to work remotely. So things are yep. changing. How much of their their problems are connected to knowledge? So, for example, they don't know how to set up a a project management system that works in the cloud and the people can work online. And how much of this problem is more like mindset change, as you said, that, I don't know, the HR people or the leadership at their company, they're just afraid to change and afraid to experience the change and when they experience the change they just realize that pretty much everything is the same like they did before in the office it's just there is no office but all the yeah. project management uh, tools that they want to use online they already used that before so that's not like a huge step so what do you think how if you can if you need to balance that would it be mindset or would it be, be knowledge? Because that, by the way, I think changes how the experts, not just on your platform, but in general, should approach a problem because it's totally different if you need to approach it as a knowledge transfer or you need to approach it as a coaching problem or a consulting problem that you need to you know, handhold the client and, and guide them through the change. Yeah. So
1: the the answer is that it's both, but it really varies depending on the organization, right? This year we started to work with enterprises. There are there are like way above a thousand like companies. That are like five thousand, ten thousand, and in different countries. And in these big big companies you see you see both you see on one side if a company has uh, let's call them old school management in place old school leaders like without uh, stigmatizing but basically people that are used to work with phone and email and calendar and that's basically how they build their management um, processes and management style also around so for these companies it starts with the mindset with convincing managers that this this could work in the long term and they would actually benefit from that the what pandemic did in the last year is that these managers that were against it they actually became a part of this experiment right and most of them actually are right now in a position that they also saw benefits for them personally, right? Flexibility, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So, so they're more eager to adjust, but still, there are the ones that are, although more pro-remote work, they are not acting as a leader of a distributed team. They're still micromanaging and like all, the, all the typical stuff that happens if a, if a manager doesn't know how to lead a distributed team, or just in general, lacks a, a a lot of that the basic management management skills right and then like transitioning to tools and and like processes and the, and the knowledge there's a lot to do like the, the groundwork that, that it's not even connected with remote work itself because if you if we just take an example of meetings right everyone talks that there is a zoom fatigue people are on meetings all day and they don't have time to do their normal work this is insane like first thing and that means that the work is organized in a, in a bad way because there's no asynchronous c- communication people are not prepared well prepared for this meeting they in many cases don't make sense etc so like all the all the struggles so those are not the things that are connected to remote this is just like in general how you manage your team how you organize meetings how you uh, set up the communication etc cetera, etc cetera. so a lot of the stuff like we are a bit shocked <laughs> sometimes but companies see that they need to change and right now employees won't like them to go back to the old style so managers need to change mindset yes tools processes yeah. i would say more processes and like an ongoing coaching on like changing how you do it because the tool stack this is the easiest part to be honest for for like most cases right
0: yeah i i want to reflect to two things that you just said because it's really bothering me one of the zoom fatigue is i mean i worked for for advertising agencies back in the day and like 80% of my time there because i was part of the like mid management was around meetings so I spent so much time on pointless, hour long, like nothing useful came out from those meetings. And so it's kind of like the same offline that you have it online. And the second thing that I want to reflect is that I think in general, I think we can state that the internet makes everything super transparent. So what you had before and what you have on the internet It's pretty much the very same that you have had before, but in a transparent way, which means that if you as an employee didn't work so much in the office because you just looked busy, you cannot really replicate that in the the remote work environment because there should be an output at the end. And if there's no output, there is a question, right? But it also means that the leadership also, sometimes it's not the best leadership. So if, if people are micromanaging, yeah, let's face it, if people are micromanaging, it's not just not really work on, on online.
1: Yeah, like 100% and a lot of managers would have a hard time uh, adjusting because it will be a really, it, it might be basically for a lot of them you need to learn how to manage again from the scratch maybe it might be even easier so yeah there is a lot of legacy that needs to be needs to be fixed but that's good that that's very good because if we optimize how we work uh, at the end of this change we might be working less like the yeah, four yeah. uh four day work week is is already a thing right buffer started it this year they decided to to prolong the experiment the spanish government just uh, a month ago officially announced that they will be doing a pilot in in 2021 for some companies so if if the end goal of this whole thing is that we work less, but but, but smarter, more efficient. yeah, more efficient, then it's amazing, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that there's an initiative in one of the Scandinavian countries as well for the for for yeah for yeah, yeah. Not sure.
1: Yeah, they are a lot of. They were also a lot of small initiatives. It's not connected to remote work. Like they were going on for years. But I feel like now, because it's such a big change in the workplace and this optimization, but also what's, I think, even more important is how people view work and what they expect from the fact that you're working. It's in most countries, or maybe not most countries, like most well-developed countries, it's less about money. It's more about experience it's about the making an impact and the people that you're working with etc right so that also sets changes the whole tone around like we are working just to like grow our wallets and like and get promotion right so yeah there is a lot of interesting stuff
0: around culture um yeah so if you need to share like a, a few three to five tips on how to get started with remote work if you have a business right now which is not 100 percent remote and you are the leader or the owner of the business or the founder of the business what are the practical tips that you can get out and and implement right away to work more efficiently in a remote environment what do you think
1: sure so the first the most important thing is to understand where you are right now so um doing some sort of an internal audit of remote work would help you really understand what needs to be changed or implemented, right? And this approach can work for small, medium, and, and large organizations. The, the framework that I will that I will give you in a second. So basically the first, the most important is that you need to get feedback from your employees, right? We can divide them into four different groups. So individual contributors, managers, HR if you have ones, and, and people C levels, founders, right? Getting the anonymous feedback from people around all the things related to to remote work so work organization communication culture knowledge development etc so basically if you look and every business is um, is different right so if you look at all the areas of your business you should audit them accordingly to the new way of new way of working so you're asking your people you're learning more about what what they expect where they see fields for improvements basically you're showing them that this change won't happen without them and they will be contributing in this change, right? Then, of course, depending on the size of the organization, it's really good to also do um, some one-on-one interviews with people to, to get even more, a more in-depth overview. If the organization is small, I, I'm not expecting that there are a lot of remote work policies or handbooks to be reviewed. But if there is anything that has been written down as a best practice, it's it's also good to gather this, right? And then at the end of the day, it would be good to, to speak with someone that has experienced to analyze these these results right? So that's a one one thing to start with. The second more like practical things that we also touched um, a bit on at first uh, communication because this is one of the biggest challenges. For most of our organizations especially in two aspects the one that we just discussed so meetings and switching from communication there is very synchronous to asynchronous that that is also encouraging people to write stuff in and and like think what they want to communicate instead of ad hoc conversations on one-on-one on like slack or email right so About meetings, this is like a huge topic, but basically, in order to become more efficient and have less meetings, they need to be better prepared. So, agenda who is on a meeting, what is their role, what do we need to accomplish, etc. is like a bunch of stuff online that you can uh, look up on that. And then the second aspect to to switch your uh, communication to be more asynchronous, meaning that you're not expecting someone to reply to you immediately. The response will come dependent on your internal, internal communication rules, right? If something is super urgent, you have a service level agreement that people need to respond within five minutes because the, the website crashed, right? But if this is just a question about the meeting that is in a week, right? You, you don't expect people to, you, you should not expect people to respond because then you're interrupting them and then you're making them less productive also, right? So closing on that, the asynchronous communication, make sure that you're writing as much as possible in a transparent way. So you're not creating the silos of like one-on-one messages, but you're opening the discussions in channels in threads. So it's also visible for people later on, or maybe also your new hires will be able to review how it looked in the past. And maybe last but not least, what is connected to the productivity that i mentioned around the, the messaging is deep work so one of the like s- successful remote workers they are able to uh, work without distractions for certain periods of time and we call it deep working sessions so basically you're you're starting at let's say we'll start right now it's 5 p.m. here in Vietnam and I will have one very specific thing to deliver I need to finish one presentation I'm putting my phone away I'm muting all the all the notifications and I'm just extremely focused on this one task I can be Doing this together with you you will share with me what you want to deliver and then at the end of this session it should be no more than 50 55 minutes uh, then we are exchanging what we've done and we if we haven't done like what was the reason etc right so I, I would say that those are the the few areas that you should dive deeper into and you can um, pretty easily implement them in your in your day-to-day operations so I hope that would be a good start that would take you some time. <laughs>
0: Perfect. And what, what do you think, what are the, thank you for sharing those, but what do you think, what would be the quick wins when you, when you switch to a remote work environment? So what are the benefits by doing this?
1: Quick wins. Um, quick wins depends on what are your motivations in life, because for some people, a quick win will be that they don't need to drive to work anymore. And they don't need to spend like two hours a day in the traffic. And they can spend this time playing with their children or finding a new hobby right then the other benefits and that's for example us you can work you can work from anywhere we are right now in Vietnam we've been traveling through Southeast Asia previously we were we lived in the U.S. so that's that that really opens up the, the places where you can live and work at the same time and it doesn't matter that you need to be doing this all the time and like be a digital nomads we even ourselves call uh, the, the slow mats. Uh, so we are staying in one place for longer. Like, for example, here we're over, over a year. So that's like another benefit. Then moving, moving on to like less location related aspects um, that basically people that are working remotely are happier. And there, was, uh, there were a lot of studies showing this prior to pandemic. And there were like, of course, a lot of reasons for that. But if you just look at the fact, if your day, if your workday can be more flexible when it comes to time, right? Then you, uh, the, uh, there's no fixed and imagine nine to five work. Because if you're an early bird, for example, like I am, uh, you can wake up uh, at 6 a.m. Uh, and, and if you feel like doing some, some work in the morning when you're drinking the coffee, you can use this time to work. And then um, normally you would go to the office at nine, but then you can go to the gym, you can play tennis, you can, you can have a walk, you can go with your dog. Like there's so many options. So basically we are taking back control of our life and, and, and our time with remote work. Of course, that really varies uh, depending on the on the organization and the, and, and the type of work that you're doing. But I think that's the biggest one, that people are getting back the, the freedom and they can make more decisions on, on their own with, of course, having in mind that it's still work and the work needs to be done. And maybe last, 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 last thing, why remote work? Because it's also changing the, the company culture. It needs to change the company culture. So at the end of the day, we are aiming to have more organizations where people feel like oh it's sunday oh okay Uh, i i'm not i'm not um unhappy about the fact that the week is starting and i need to work again so we can find some like more happiness in the friday monday to to friday time thanks to changing how the company culture looks like because this is like we need to have this in mind that a lot of companies had these like amazing values on their career pages and how cool they are and how awesome it is internally but at the end of the day it wasn't the case so yes it's also a, a field to to change
0: yeah and also it's highly undervalued by most companies i think one of the main benefits as a company is that when you are kind of like forced to switch to a transparent project management and transparent team management due to the work working remotely, you will have a better overview on your own company. Plus, as you said, all of your employees will be much, much more happier, which means that they will produce better work. They will work more efficiently. They have to work more efficiently because by the way of working more efficiently, they will keep more hours for their own life that they can spend on whatever they want so yeah ultimately everyone will benefit so for those who want to get started where people can reach you can you share some details please
1: yes sure i'm uh pretty active on linkedin so feel free to connect uh, with me on on linkedin and then if you're looking for some materials on remote work we have a bunch of them at, at remote how free resources remote work audit guidebook on team engagement a report about remote managers report free education program. so a, a bunch of stuff that people can uh, dive into for free and with me personally the best way would be linkedin
0: Cool. And when will be the the remote work summit that you mentioned? Remote Future Summit
1: 2021 will probably take place in September. The last one was uh, also in September. So yeah, we are aiming for for the fall this year.
0: Cool. Will it be a remote only conference? Or
1: We were doing this before it was cool in 2018. So we keep to this way.
0: (laughs) Cool. Cool. I'm wishing you the best. And thank you for joining for this podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Stay safe.
0: Thank you. So I hope that we provided valuable insights on the remote work. And as always, we will follow up this episode with more content at the99challenges.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to the 99 Challenges show. We follow up each episode with more content at the99challenges.com or at anywhere.consulting. Have a specific challenge you want us to discuss? Want to be a guest on our show? feel free to drop us a line at info at anywhere.consulting. Until next time, take care and grow.